Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Good morning. Welcome to another edition of Better Living, a show about the people and organizations that make an impact around Dallas-Fort Worth. I'm your host this week, Jay Cresswell from 98.7 Caleb. Thanks for joining me. Later on this hour, we'll catch up with Toby Savitz, who has a fascinating story. She went from incarceration to becoming the director of Programs for Pathfinders, a Fort Worth nonprofit that empowers individuals and families to find their path from poverty to self-sufficiency, just like she did. But let's begin this hour by learning more about Junior Achievement of the Chisholm Trail. They're doing some great work right here in DFW, inspiring and preparing young people to succeed in a global economy. Cindy Hames is their president and joins us now. Cindy, good morning. Good morning, Jay. Thanks for having me. Sure. Uh, I just want to know, first of all, before I start asking questions, well, this is a question. How busy are you compared to pre-COVID? very good question. You know, it's a different sort of busy with, you know, schools back in session, some remote learners, some in-person learners, and we do so much of our work in the schools. Um, it's been quite a roller coaster ride to be sure, um, but we're busy in a good way, just doing things more virtually this, you know, this school year. Uh, you know, it's amazing that we've all figured out how to do that, and, for, and it works. Oh, yeah. Before this, I was not an expert on Zoom and Teams and all the different platforms, but now I seem to be. Cindy, tell us uh, how you got to your role of president of the Junior Achievement of the Chisholm Trail. Well, I have pretty much my whole career has either been in small business sales and marketing or in nonprofit management. And I just began volunteering uh, with my first job out of college uh, for a local nonprofit actually in Arlington and just fell in love with helping other people and, and helping nonprofits not just do the mission they do, but also kind of run like a business. So um, that's where I got started, and I've done nonprofit work for, gosh, probably going on 20 years now. Well, uh, you're in a great place with a great organization. I mean, Junior Achievement of the Chisholm Trail, their motto is Inspiring Tomorrows. Why don't you tell us about specifically what your role is and why that's the most important thing to you? Absolutely. So part of what drew me to Junior Achievement is truly its mission. I mean, there's lots of great nonprofits out there doing marvelous and wonderful things. Um, I had worked in early care and education uh, it, for a previous nonprofit, and so I was working to help, you know, uh, uh, early childhood and, and that sort of thing, the pretty much birth to three and then and then the, those uh, child care years, uh, helping our kids get the best start uh, before they even enter kindergarten. And so now I'm pleased to be working with students in, you know, K through 12. Not that we work only in schools, but right now most of the work we do is within our, our local school districts. And what we do is we pair up our education partners, our teachers and, and the schools, with corporate partners who take our junior achievement curriculum, which is correlated to state standards uh, all across the country, actually. But for here in Texas, we you know we correlate to the TEKS standards, and we teach students about primarily three different things. Anything related to financial literacy, work readiness, work and career readiness, and entrepreneurship. So what that looks like in elementary is we start very young teaching them, you know, about money and what it is to earn, spend, save, and donate. Those are the things you can do with money. 
we talk to them about taxes and how those are important for our cities to work. And they're interested to learn that if it weren't for taxes, they wouldn't have libraries or police officers or firefighters or even their schools, their public schools. So that's fun. And then when we move into middle school, teaching more about career and work readiness, uh, we do a lot around career success and career clusters and high growth careers to really give our students a much broader understanding of all of the careers available to them. And that's, you know, the corporate volunteers are important in all of these veins, um, but that way these students may have a volunteer who is in an industry that they've never even heard about. So it really broadens their horizons and especially before they have to do their career endorsements in eighth grade like they have to do these these days. Yep. And then when we get into high school, we're teaching more about entrepreneurship. Uh, we actually have student companies, even today, in multiple schools across Tarrant County that are, uh, these students actually, it's a year-long program and they form a company together with a group. They decide on a product, uh, a price point, how to market it. Uh, there's even an HR representative. One of them takes on that role and learns how to do employee handbooks and things like that. And they literally learn how to start and run a business. And then we've got, again, corporate volunteers mentoring them through that process. So really it's this continuum of early, you know, financial literacy through work readiness and then entrepreneurship. And um, we just love it. It's just, it's so much fun and working with the students and seeing their uh, ideas light up and their eyes light up with what they're learning is, is so much fun. Cindy, I, I think you really touched on a point there. Um, teaching the kids skills that they're going to need that aren't necessarily taught in school, uh, balancing a budget, uh you, you name it. Uh, you know, we hear now with college being so expensive that uh, many children are now uh, told that they have opportunities to go into trades, maybe work for themselves, maybe start their own businesses. But in, without groups like Junior Achievement, how do the kids find out about these things? Exactly. And we've got such great success stories, Jay. Uh, we've got a, a young lady right now at TCU who went through our program, started a business, and she's continued her business, actually, even now, you know, while she's in college. And uh, she actually went on to win uh, a huge award through the United Way's Colonel Competition. So she is just a, a, a budding entrepreneur or really becoming a veteran entrepreneur these <laughs> days because she's done it now for so many years. I um, mean, it's just so exciting to even follow them post high school and sees the success that they're having and, and the things that started with, you know, coming aboard with Junior Achievement. So uh, let's say uh, you're meeting with the children. How do we do that now in the COVID world? Is it all done virtually? Is it done uh, during the school day and in an assigned period? Is it done after school? How does that work? So we're doing a little bit of all of the above. Uh, right now, uh, schools, I mean, shout out to all of our educators out there. Boy, it is there in a tough spot trying to teach remote learners and in-person learners all at the same time. So they're very overwhelmed. Um, what we're doing is um, providing only virtual options right now where we can have volunteers do pre-recorded videos about, we're calling like career uh, speaker series where you can talk about your career and that sort of thing. Um, some teachers will opt for the volunteer to kind of remote beam in live into the classroom and still teach the material. We can still provide physical JA curriculum kits to educators that want them. Uh, but most of what we're doing right now is, is entirely virtually, as you might imagine. I want to, um, I want to throw in an endorsement here from, it's gotta be 30 some years ago. Uh, when I was working at a different radio station and we were approached by junior achievement to teach broadcasting. I mean, that's that's a big general statement there. Wow, yeah. but, but we got 10 kids, and we formed a company and taught them the business and how it works and how to be on the air. And eventually we gave them their own hour on Sunday morning for a, a semester. And not only did they host the hour of music, but they sold all the commercials and kept all the revenue. And I will tell you, I just, all I could say was, I wish I had done something like that when I was younger. 
Absolutely. You know, that's remarkable. And, you know, people, I'm always impressed with the stories that we, we hear from folks uh, like you. I met with a, uh, there is actually, I should say, J.A. Dallas as well. So we're, let me differentiate, we're J.A. of the Chisholm Trail. We start in Tarrant County and go north and south, and then I've got offices in Abilene, Midland, and Amarillo. Wow. But there's also a J.A. Dallas. There's actually 100 areas all over the country. Um, but my Dallas counterpart and I were meeting with a, a gentleman uh, downtown who owns a, a firm, and he had a story where he actually was part of a student company, and they built – he actually had his mother ship him his product that she still had from <laughs> Detroit so that he could show it to us that day. Um, so that was fun. And then even more recently, um, I heard from a gentleman at Tarleton University who said he had a student come up to him and ask if he used to be a banker and did he ever teach junior achievement. And he said, yes, he did. That young man had had that volunteer when he was a banker in elementary school, <laughs> and now he's a student at Tarleton, and he actually said to him, I'm studying finance because you were my volunteer. And JAUSA actually has studies that show that one in five alumni of JA go into the same career path as their JA volunteer. Isn't that remarkable? It's amazing. And I, it just reminded me of another story, uh, another 30 years ago story. To this day, I am using salt and pepper shakers that I bought from a junior achievement group. <laughs> okay, and, that's funny. And every time <laughs> I see them, I think of it. Okay, I'm going to have to get with you after this program and learn more about that. Yes, absolutely. Now, uh, I understand that J.A. is celebrating a big birthday this week. Tell us all about that. Yes, I'm so glad you asked. So J.A. USA nationally just celebrated 100 years last year. But as I've looked through the incorporation paperwork and all of that, Junior Achievement of the Chisholm Trail today, as we're recording this, is celebrating 64 years of existence. Wow. Happy birthday to us. I know. What are you doing to celebrate? I know that seems like a weird question. Well, it's funny. I had a staff meeting call on Zoom this morning, and this time last year we all had cupcakes, and we took a picture and did a lot of social media around that. This year we've got so much going on. We have a big golf tournament Monday, and uh, we're doing some trivia bowls with some other corporations as fundraisers, and we almost kind of let it slip up on us. So we're all we're going to get together and uh, do a Zoom, some kind of post, and and celebrate it on social media later today. But that's about all we can do this year. <laughs> sure. Uh, just a reminder to everyone: you're listening to Better Living. I'm Jay Cresswell from ninety-eight point seven. K-Love, our guest this morning is Cindy Hames. She's the president, Junior Achievement of the Chisholm Trail. Now, Cindy, you know, let's say you've got the kids, they've formed their company, they've done their mission. How do you communicate to them how important that is moving forward? You know, you know in the business world, we'd say, hey, put it on your resume. How, how do you make that important to them? We do a number of things, and, and really it's through our wonderful corporate volunteers that really hit, hit, the, hit the home runs on that. Um, we encourage them to stay involved with JA year after year, not that the student always has an opportunity to do that. These days with our virtual learning resources, there are a lot of self-guided options, so students have the opportunity now to do additional JA-related work if they want. Um, uh, you know, beyond the school classroom. Um, the other thing that we do is we always let them know that when they get older and it's because they've gone through junior achievement, once they are seniors in high school, they can actually apply for scholarships. We have two remarkable scholarship funds um, by very generous benefactors in our community. And those scholarships we give every year to deserving JA students. Um, who have gone through the program at any point. It doesn't have to be for 12 whole years. It can be, you know, one year they did it. And so um, we're really excited about that. But that's one way we can continue to support them beyond K-12. through uh, Cindy, tell me, how do you solicit schools and business partners to, uh, to participate in JA? Well, that is a good question. So usually with regard to the education side, we usually have more demand than we can actually handle wow. from a human and financial resource side. 
Um, educators love what we do. We've got three of our largest districts in Tarrant County. Uh, those superintendents sit on our board, super supportive of what we do um, in their districts. And so, again, we typically have more demand than we, than, than we can handle. The business side, um, we are very fortunate to have some very long-standing business partners from very everything from very large corporations here in our area down to small businesses and, and entrepreneurs who just really believe in what we do. Um, those businesses serve as volunteers as well as the financial support. Sometimes a company will say, hey, we want to fund you, but we don't really have a capacity to provide volunteers. Or sometimes they say, we can help with volunteering, but we can't do as much on the fundraising side. Some companies even give us donations based on how many volunteers they have. So it's very different across the board. But in, in some cases, a corporation or a company will actually take on, say, a whole school and say, this is going to be our school that we're going to adopt, and we're going to provide the volunteers you need for that school, do everything related to them, and we're going to fund the program as well. And that's really the ideal situation for us. Cindy, the, you know, the mission of, of JA is just phenomenal. However, it still seems to me like it's a well-kept secret. How do you, how do you attack that? How do you make it more well-known in the community? You know, I think that is the problem of, A, every nonprofit I've ever worked for. <laughs> True. But even lots of smaller businesses. I yeah. mean, if you don't have huge advertising budgets, it's hard to get out there and really beat the pavement. So things like this, you allowing us to be on this show is just a wonderful opportunity to spread the news. Um, again, I have to say we have a wonderful board who's always bringing other people along and sharing uh, the, the wonderful uh, benefits of JA. And then most of it is just, you know, good old networking. You know, thanks to COVID, I'm not out having, you know, coffee, lunch, and dinner <laughs> like I used to be with right. every single person that I come across. Um, but we're still making it happen. We're still meeting new folks. Um, just remotely, and um, are super excited about uh, what the future holds. Uh, Cindy, outside of you know the schools and the business, how can other people in the community help JA with your mission? Well, you can get involved a number of ways, and um, let me throw out our website so that they can go there. It's jafortworth.org. So don't forgive us for it being Fort Worth. We cover again Tarrant County and beyond. And like I said, I have offices in Abilene, Amarillo, and Midland. We cover 100 counties uh, from Tarrant County West. Wow. Um, but jafortworth.org will get you to our local Tarrant County office and the surrounding counties. And through that website, you can find out about volunteer opportunities. Um, you can find out ways to donate or give. You can find out about special events. You know, COVID has really hurt our fundraising mostly with regard to special events. Thankfully, we were able to move our golf tournament from spring to fall, so that's still happening. Good. Um, but we do a thing called bowlathons, which you might think, who bowls anymore? <laughs> but these are the most fun events. Um, we have corp you know, corporate-sponsored bowlathons, and then we have one called a summer bowlathon in August where um, anybody can just come and bowl and raise funds for JA. Well, we've had to pivot, obviously, and we've turned that into now a JA Trivia Bowl. And we have our first one this Friday with a group from EY. And then we've got one for the general public or anyone who wants to, to uh, be involved on November 5th. Uh, but it's a really fun virtual, virtual bowl. We're not really bowling, <laughs> but it's trivia bowl. And um, it's, it's quite fun. We did a run through this week, and it's going to be a lot of fun as a good, uh, good alternate until we can go back bowling in person. Cindy, you told us a story earlier about a young lady who had just been so successful with her relationship with J.A. and the mission. Now, I'm going I'm to put you on the spot about, right now. Um, give me your favorite J.A. story. <laughs> okay. Can't be easy. Well, I, I know that. Well, yes, because I'm going to have to ask every JA alum who's been part of us to forgive me because I really, I, I truly can't pick just one. A couple um, are fine, but yeah, anything that stands out just to reinforce your mission. Well, I, I shared the two uh, stories briefly. I will say um, one that comes to mind is another student company, um, another student company 
uh, last year who actually got to participate thanks to FedEx and their generosity. Um, we got to compete at the Colonial uh, uh, Charles Schwab Challenge. Oh, right good. Yeah. Um, and then our winning student company got to go on and compete in Atlanta at the um, PGA Tour Championship through this FedEx. And then our company actually won. But through our student company, that is. One. Yes. But through that process, there's one team in particular where one of the um, celebrity judges asked this team, you know, what, what were you surprised that you learned through this experience with Junior Achievement, creating this own, you know, student company? Well, this young lady said, she said, you know, I was very surprised, but what I learned what is my idea isn't always the only idea or even the best idea. And it is wise for me to stop and listen, wow. take feedback, constructive <laughs> criticism, and then collaborate with my teammates and my business partners, if you will. And together, we came up with even a better idea. And I, I thought, that doesn't sound too profound, but for a high school student to yeah. have learned that already, yeah. you and I both work with adults who haven't learned that yet. I was know? I was just going to say, would that be true for all of us? That would just be amazing. Yeah, so that really hit home with me, and I think about that a lot. That that's the sort of student that we're helping build and grow out there. Uh, you told us earlier, I want to reinforce the uh, website for JA uh, of the Chisholm Trail is jafortworth.org. Tell us about your social media. So with social media on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, any of those, you can pretty much just uh, search for JA of the Chisholm Trail and you'll find our different handles. Um, please follow us on that. That's one of the best ways to find out what's going on. And not just to find out what's going on and how you can help, but it also provides really excellent, relevant, up-to-date um, statistics, analytics, you know, results of our programming that's always very interesting. You know, sometimes we get lost in the details in our interviews and we uh, skim over the most important points. I'd like to go back and revisit what Cindy said earlier about her role in the company and why it means so much to her and the kids that are involved in Junior Achievement. Absolutely. So part of what drew me to Junior Achievement is truly its mission. I mean, there's lots of great nonprofits out there doing marvelous and wonderful things. Um, I had worked in early care and education uh, for a previous nonprofit, and so I was working to help, you know, early childhood and, and that sort of thing, the pretty much birth to three and then and then the, those uh, child care years, uh, helping our kids get the best start uh, before they even enter kindergarten. And so now I'm pleased to be working with students in, you know, K through 12. Not that we work only in schools, but right now most of the work we do is within our, our local school districts. And what we do is we pair up our education partners, our teachers and, and the schools, with corporate partners who take our junior achievement curriculum, which is correlated to state standards uh, all across the country, actually, but for here in Texas, we you know we correlate to the TEKS standards, and we teach students about primarily three different things: anything related to financial literacy, work readiness, work and career readiness, and entrepreneurship. So what that looks like in elementary is. We start very young teaching them, you know, about money and what it is to earn, spend, save, and donate. Those are the things you can do with money. We talk to them about taxes and how those are important for our cities to work, and they're interested to learn that if it weren't for taxes, they wouldn't have libraries or police officers or firefighters or even their schools, their public schools. So that's fun. And then when we move into middle school, teaching more about career and work readiness, uh, we do a lot around career success and career clusters and high-growth careers to really give our students a much broader understanding of all of the careers available to them. And that's, you know, the corporate volunteers are important in all of these veins, um, but that way these students may have a volunteer who is in an industry that they've never even heard about. So it really broadens their horizons, and especially before they have to do their career endorsements in eighth grade.
like they have to do these these days. Yep. And then when we get into high school, we're teaching more about entrepreneurship. Uh, we actually have student companies even today in multiple schools across Tarrant County that are uh, these students actually. It's a year-long program, and they form a company together with a group. They decide on a product, uh, a price point, how to market it. Uh, there's even an HR representative. One of them takes on that role and learns how to do employee handbooks and things like that. And they literally learn how to start and run a business. And then we've got, again, corporate volunteers mentoring them through that process. So really it's this continuum of early you know, financial literacy through work readiness and then entrepreneurship. And um, we just love it. It's just it's so much fun and working with the students and seeing their uh, ideas light up and their eyes light up with what they're learning is, is so much fun. You know, you mentioned you cover 100 counties. Was I correct in saying that? Yes. Uh, you know, we know there are JA chapters all over the country. Uh what happens on the national basis? Um, I mean, do you do they have initiatives, or does everyone kind of operate independently? Well, that's a good question. So technically, JA is actually worldwide. There's actually a JA worldwide and a JA USA, and we all work very collaboratively. But I have to give a shout-out to JA USA because we really could not do what we do at the local level without them. They provide such support. Um, they do all of the curriculum upgrading, updating, making sure they correlate to the state standards. I was just on a, a president's call this morning with folks uh, at the national office and other presidents across the country talking about where we want to head with additional blended programs and the virtual components because so much of this virtual piece and the digital piece is so new for us. Even though we've had some blended programs, they're working fast and furiously to uh, upgrade and update so many things. And so they're taking to heart the feedback that they get from the local offices, and they really are um, providing excellent customer service to help us do all that we do. We're the boots on the ground, but they really do provide the support um, and the, the overarching help we need. And they also do really uh, well to help us on the fundraising side because there are some very large corporations that don't just help us locally, but they help us nationally. Uh, matter of fact, they were naming a, a large company this morning who's funded a particular upgrade to one of our programs. And so we're so grateful for, for the national efforts as well. Cindy, are there any local companies to which you'd like to give a shout out? I don't, I don't want to put you on the spot if you can't do that, but if you would like to, go right ahead. Well, you know, I, I'm going to be in trouble for not listing every single board member, but I can't. But, you know, we have this <laughs> golf tournament coming up on Monday. And so why don't I just limit it to shouting out those folks who are sponsoring our golf tournament? Sure. That would be Frost Bank, BNSF Railway, Wabtec, Apex Capital Corporation, First Command Financial Services, Jackson Walker, Knight Momentum Consulting Group, Texas Capital Bank, and Fort Worth and Western Railroad. Those are our stars for next week. Oh, that's fantastic. And thanks to all those companies for helping out. Uh, so we talked about, you know, how the kids in school get involved. And we've talked about the corporate sponsors that help out, um, you know, getting the word out through social media, the website. How can just Joe Q Public donate to Junior Achievement? If they go to jafortworth.org slash donate, anyone can go online and make a donation and they can just, you know, they can mail in a check if they want to, but you can go online, do everything electronically, put in a credit card or debit card, and it's an immediate, quick way to, to uh, help us achieve our mission. Beautiful. Uh, Cindy, Cindy Hames is the president of JA of the Chisholm Trail, and, you know, their 64th birthday, is that correct, is today? Today, yes. Well, happy birthday. The golf tournament's Monday. We've thanked the sponsors. We've had some great stories of kids and businesses they've formed and just great success stories of how JA helps people. Cindy, I want to thank you so much for being on Better Living and I wish you good luck. Thanks. Once again, I'd like to thank our guest in the first half of Better Living this Sunday morning. She was Cindy Hames. She's the president of Junior Achievement of the Chisholm Trail. If you'd like to find out more about Junior Achievement of the Chisholm Trail, their website is jafortworth.org. 
can find them on all the social channels. And if you'd like to donate to the Junior Achievement of Chisholm Trail, it's jafortworth.org slash donate. Thank you. Jay, we really appreciate it. Part two of Better Living this Sunday morning is going to be with Pathfinders and Toby Savitz. She's the director of programs at Pathfinders. I'm going to tell you what they do, and then I'll let her tell you in her own words. You know, Pathfinders bridges the gap from poverty to self-sufficiency for all kinds of North Texans. They will help you manage your finances during COVID-19. You can make a gift to them right on their website. They've distributed approximately $110,000 in emergency assistance relief since COVID-19 began. And also Pathfinders has been recognized as a top-rated nonprofit in 2020. Certainly a, uh, a great organization helping out North Texans. Once again, uh, let's welcome Toby Savitz. She's the Director of Programs at Pathfinders. Thanks for joining us. How did the agency get started, Toby? Oh, thanks for asking. Um, since 1997, Pathfinders has provided mentoring and financial coaching to eliminate poverty and move families to economic stability. Um, our original foundational program was a mentoring program working with single mothers whose goal was exiting the welfare system. So as that program grew, we integrated financial coaching as this is a really important element to help families break the cycle of generational poverty. Um, we're really excited that today we are able to serve more than 1,400 clients from the DFW Metroplex on an annual basis. And in addition to our single mothers, our populations now include the working poor, and those at risk of homelessness, justice-involved individuals, veterans, individuals in financial crisis, and um, most recently, families affected by COVID-19. Man, uh, that's, you've, you've cast a wide net there. Uh, how do you effectively get the word out about your services? Um, we get the word out through our website, through avenues such as this, um, and we work with a lot of partners in Tarrant County and, and Dallas County. Uh, explain to me your core services. Sure. Um, Pathfinders has two core services, and those are mentoring and financial coaching. Um, our mentoring program is recognized as a best practice by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. And mentoring empowers clients to achieve self-sufficiency by creating actionable goals and addressing barriers to achieve economic stability. Um, Pathfinders has been awarded multiple Department of Justice Second Chance grants to provide critical pre- and post-release services to folks who are in a jail-based substance treatment program at the Tarrant County Jail. Um, we've been providing mentoring and working with this population for the past 10 years, and we have seen a 58% reduction in reincarceration rates for those that we work with wow. in, in that jail-based program. Wow. Um, yeah, so that's we're super proud of that. And also, over the past 23 years, our family mentoring program has changed literally hundreds of lives for single moms um, that are determined, just determined to break the bonds of poverty by exiting the welfare system and becoming self-sufficient. Um, and let's see, our newest population that we're super proud to serve is our veterans. Um, beginning in 2017, we, or since 2017, we've served a little over 400 veterans through mentoring, financial coaching, and employment coaching. And so that kind of is a, a real high-level overview of our mentoring program. Sure. And from there, and we look at our financial coaching program. Um, budgeting and financial literacy were always central to the mentoring program. And so our financial capability program grew from that beginning to become a freestanding program in 2011. Um, financial coaching and asset building uh, in the financial capability program helps individuals attain economic stability. We use a really client-driven approach, uh, and this includes goal setting, action planning, and coaching on various topics such as budgeting, banking, 
borrowing credit and asset building. And like I mentioned before, um, Pathfinders today is providing financial coaching services to and through 20 other nonprofits wow. and community organizations across Tarrant County and Dallas. Toby, you've been and, there. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yes, go ahead. I was going to say you've been you've been uh, there for six years. Uh, how how big a staff does Pathfinders have? I mean, how many people are there? Volunteers or is it a paid uh, business with volunteers? How does that work? Yes, it is both. I've been there for six years. Um, Pathfinders has actually grown a whole lot during the last six years. We we are small, but we say we are mighty. We currently <laughs> have uh, 17 staff members, and we have uh, a core group of volunteers that probably numbers, I'm going to say, around 60 at this time. Wow. Um, and so that kind of uh, – our volunteers are super important to our agency and just allow us to broaden our reach in the community. Uh, I, I have to tell you, you know, like I said when we started Pathfinders, I heard the name. I didn't know what you did. What can people do to help you get the word out? Uh, tell their friends and family. Um, look at our website. Uh, we like for people to, to take a look at our social media. Here's another thing. Um, you talked about, I, I know you brought this, this up. I'd like to go to a little more in depth if you can. What services do you provide to families with children? Um, sure. Uh, that, this is an exciting program. Families with school-aged children, uh, we are able to provide a two-generational approach to financial coaching. Um, adults in the household will receive intensive financial coaching, uh, while the children also learn about finances, and we use a money-as-you-grow book club, and this kind of allows kids to start thinking about financial topics um, when they're really young. They could be as young as five years old and, and be learning about money and, and savings and and being able to move move forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, engaged families will also receive a tablet, and that way they can continue their financial education journey at home. I think one of the things, and you guys seem to have nailed it, uh, kids come out of school, those that graduate, they don't necessarily have any financial education or any realization as to how, quote, the real world works. So getting those tools in their hands at such an early age has to be very important. Yes, it, it can make a really tremendous difference. And, and we see that we see that with our with even our very young kids um, being able to think about um, spending some allowance while also saving some allowance just kind of sets them on a path for a good financial future. Uh, now, the next question, uh, not necessarily uh can apply to almost anyone if i have bad credit what can i do to increase my credit score oh that's a great question glad you asked uh pathfinders has an awesome zero fee zero interest credit building product uh it's called lending circle uh, combined with financial coaching this product can help a person gain up to a hundred point increase in their credit score and at Pathfinders, we know that anyone can have good credit, um, even with a low income. Building good credit can save the average person up to $200,000 over the course of their lifetime by allowing them lower interest rates for things like cars and homes and small loans and car insurance, uh, things of that nature. Everyone can benefit from building a stronger credit score. And we're, we're super proud that uh, in 2018, we were able to launch the first regional lending circles program in the country, and that allows us to serve residents across the whole DFW Metroplex. And so just to give you some, some brief stats on the program, sure. to date we've helped um, more than 100 families increase their credit score, creating stronger financial futures for those families. Wow. And and if I could, I'd like to share I'd like to share one family's uh, experience with Pathfinders and Lending Circles, and uh, that was recently the Lopez family, and Raina and Javi they came to us wanting to own their own home, but they didn't know where to start. Their credit score was 602, and they were carrying about five thousand dollars in credit card debt. 
And it kind of had them feeling like their dream of home ownership would just not come true. So they enrolled in financial coaching on a recommendation from a friend. And with their coach, they established some really clear goals, which were uh, increasing income, saving money, decreasing debt, increasing that credit score, and then finally purchasing a home. And they knew, they knew it was going to be a tremendous amount of work, but they were determined to make it happen. And they spent a lot of time doing individual work with their financial coach. So their first task was creating a new budget. And the family was also supplied with some information to one of our partners. So Raina was able to complete a forklift training program and begin to work as a forklift operator, which gave him a boost in hourly income up to $14 an hour. And so over the next several months, as they continued to meet with the coach, um, they started to see some progress. And the, co the couple was, was ready to uh, tackle that credit score. So Javi was able to join Lending Circles. And his goal was just increase my score by 40 points because if he could wow. get a 40, 40, just 40 points would allow him to get a conventional loan. Um, but by the end of the circle, in less than one year, his credit score had increased to 730, which was like a 128-point increase. Wow. Yeah, super exciting. So we are, uh, we were, we were really thrilled to share with them that on April 18th of just this year, um, the couple was able to purchase their new home, and uh, we were able to walk alongside them as they achieved their American dream. So wow, that was super thrilling. And uh, I'd like to share with the audience if you would like more information on Lending Circles please call our office and you can reach us at 817-731-1173 and Lending Circles will be extension 207. You can get more information. And again, that's 817-731-1173 extension 207. I'll make sure we share that again at the uh, near the end of the program. Where do you, where does your organization find the coaches, like the financial coaches? Are they volunteers? Do you solicit businesses? How does that work? Um, so we, we have um, eight financial coaches on staff. Um, we have more financial coaches on staff than any other nonprofit in our region, so we're really proud of that. Um, all of our coaches are trained through um, some specific financial coaching training that either come out of Central New Mexico, um, the Central New Mexico Training Institute, and so that is a, a set curriculum. Um, we also do use financial coach volunteers. Um, a lot of our financial coach volunteers come from local banks, so we're thrilled to partner with several banks in the area for those volunteers. And that's pretty amazing. Uh, you know, even, you know, nonprofits, you always wonder how do, how, do, how do you find people? And I guess, you know, it's word of mouth, of course. It might be social media now, but it's also through the good graces of some companies that, that want to make a difference in the world. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, please tell me, everyone has faced this in the last seven months. How has Pathfinders responded to the COVID-19 pandemic? Oh, COVID-19. <laughs> uh, COVID-19, that changed, that just changed the game. So, you know, we we were issued that countywide stay-at-home ordinance, and we had to figure out how to weigh, how to, how, how to get our services to our, our clients and our partners immediately, and we were able to quickly transition to virtual services. Um, that was pretty amazing and something I probably wouldn't have thought we would have been able to do had somebody asked me that a year ago, but, but <laughs> people are resourceful, you know, so yes. when push came to shove and we had to do it, we created a way to do it. Um, we provide virtual services in a multitude of ways. We use uh, Zoom sessions, we use Facebook Live, we use FaceTime, um, and we are able to connect with the people that we serve. And it's a, it's a really good thing because immediately with COVID, we saw this huge increase in individuals seeking coaching and emergency assistance services. Um, it, it was not very long before we saw over 130% increase oh in one-to-one uh, -one financial coaching services and 
been an 1,800% increase in emergency assistance distributions. Um, we, we stayed with it, and I'm proud to share that we have provided around $110,000 in emergency assistance preventing homelessness for over 250 families just over the past, well, since March. Wow. Since March, when this started. So I would like to, to share with, with the audience that if you or anybody you know is in need of financial coaching, please go to our website, and that's www.pathfinderstc, as in Tarrant County. So that's www.pathfinderstc.org. You can sign up for free financial coaching sessions. Um, we have both group and individual sessions with our coach. and. We also can provide those in either English or Spanish. Beautiful. A question for you. Um, is Pathfinders a standalone organization? Or is there a national? Are there regional or other cities? How does that work? We are a standalone agency. Uh, we are just here in Fort Worth. That's That, that can't be easy, um, I, you know, because most people you see on television, you hear the big uh, charities and charitable organizations you know, everyone knows them because they see them on TV. Uh, how do you get the word out that you're there? It is it is constant. You know, our, well, and let me say before COVID-19, our staff spent a lot of time out in the community. So yeah. we were out in the neighborhoods. We were connecting with, with the families and the individuals that were looking for services. Um, as I mentioned, we're partner with over 20 larger agencies here in Tarrant County. So people hear about us sometimes if they go to another agency, if somebody could potentially be going for domestic violence help or reentry help or veteran services, and they may hear about us through a case manager with another agency. Sure. Uh, but then again, it's also just, of course, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. It's uh, opportunities such as this one. Um, and our volunteers, we are, our network of volunteers are pretty vocal about their devotion to our agency. Beautiful. Toby Savitz is the Director of Programs for Pathfinders. Um, do you mind sharing how you got involved with Pathfinders? Sure. Um, I began as a volunteer with Pathfinders. Um, I was super interested in Pathfinders reentry programming for women because I have a reentry background myself. And that work that Pathfinders was doing at that time, this was around 2008, to me it was incredible. I didn't know of any other agencies that were doing uh, reentry services for women. And so I was really dedicated and interested in the programming. So I was a volunteer for about five years. And at one point was invited to apply for a position, and uh, I couldn't have made a, a better leap. And uh, I'm just thrilled to to be a part of the organization, and and how neat is it to be offered a pay a paying position for something that you would willingly do at no cost. You know, there's no better disciple than someone who has been there and done that, and you're the perfect example of that. Hmm. Thank you. Sure. I I want you to repeat the phone numbers again. We were talking about uh, financial help in the lending circle, and you gave a phone number with an extension. I wish you would repeat that for us if you could. Sure, no problem. Okay, so for those of you that are looking for, I'm going to let me give you two different things emergency rental assistance. So if you're in Fort Worth and you need rental assistance and you have been impacted by COVID 19, you might be eligible for our rental assistance program. So I'd ask you to call 817-731-1173, and that'll be extension 203. And again, that's 817-731-1173, extension 203 for rental assistance. And if you're interested in the lending circles uh, for credit improvement, you can call 817-731-1173. And she is extension 207. Good. Our guest on Better Living is Toby Savitz from Pathfinder Services, and I'd like you to go over once again as a reminder, what are the core services that Pathfinders offers? And after that, we'll get some uh, feel-good stories from you, too. Sure. Um, Pathfinders has two core services, and those are mentoring and financial coaching. 
Um, our mentoring program is recognized as a best practice by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. And mentoring empowers clients to achieve self-sufficiency by creating actionable goals and addressing barriers to achieve economic stability. Um, Pathfinders has been awarded multiple Department of Justice Second Chance grants to provide critical pre- and post-release services to folks who are in a jail-based substance treatment program at the Tarrant County Jail. Um, we've been providing mentoring and working with this population for the past 10 years, and we have seen a 58% reduction in reincarceration rates for those that we work with wow. in, in that jail-based program. Wow. Um, yeah, so that's we're super proud of that. And also, over the past 23 years, our family mentoring program has changed literally hundreds of lives for single moms um, that are determined, just determined to break the bonds of poverty by exiting the welfare system and becoming self-sufficient. Um, and let's see, our newest population that we're super proud to serve is our veterans. Um, beginning in 2017, we, or since 2017, we've served a little over 400 veterans through mentoring, financial coaching, and employment coaching. And so that kind of is a, a real high-level overview of our mentoring program. Sure. And from there, and we look at our financial coaching program. Um, budgeting and financial literacy were always central to the mentoring program. And so our financial capability program grew from that beginning to become a freestanding program in 2011. Um, financial coaching and asset building uh, in the financial capability program helps individuals attain economic stability. We use a really client-driven approach, uh, and this includes goal setting, action planning, and coaching on various topics such as budgeting, banking, borrowing, credit, and asset building. And like I mentioned before, um, Pathfinders today is providing financial coaching services to and through 20 other nonprofits wow. and community organizations across Tarrant County and Dallas. You know what? I'd like to share another story. Um, the one story I shared was just specific to our Lending Circle program. Sure. But if I could share a story from our mentoring program, that would be awesome. Go right ahead. Okay. Um, I'd like to share a story um, from our mentoring program. When we met Yolanda, um, she is a U.S. Army veteran and a mother of two. She had just lost her job. Um, she was referred to us by somebody who was familiar with Pathfinder's mentoring program. Um, so she had lost her job, and soon after that, she had become homeless. So for a while, she was able to stay with a friend, and at one point, that option was exhausted. So at times, she was able to place her youngest daughter with her father, and her older daughter was able to stay with friends. And Yolanda was using her small veteran's disability check. She would save money for a few nights in a hotel, and then the rest of the time, she was just sleeping in her car. So she was alone and homeless and without a job, and she really just began this downward spiral of depression. Um, and and she, she let us know that it was during the lowest time in her life that she was referred to Pathfinders. So the mentoring program allowed a pathway to self-sufficiency. Uh, she was matched with one of our volunteer mentors who helped her redesign her resume, which pretty quickly led to some more job interviews. And soon she found a job, and she was able to, to begin putting all her focus on finding a home for her family. And I have to say, Yolanda worked tire, tirelessly uh, to finally find the right place. Um, and Pathfinder's Emergency Assistance Fund was able to provide Yolanda with a deposit in the first month's rent so she could secure that apartment. <clears throat> and she was just really elated that she found a place for her family to start over. And, and the great news is long-term that within months, her employer was so impressed with her work that they transitioned her from temporary contractor to full-time employment. Good. And so she is able to just strive to continue to strengthen her family and I'm still in contact with the mentor that she was matched with through Pathfinder. So I just love to be able to, to share a family success story.
Nothing better than a feel-good story with a happy ending to show you what Pathfinders can do and what they are doing every day. I'd like to share with you another feel-good story from Pathfinders. Uh, that was recently the Lopez family. And Raina and Javi, they came to us wanting to own their own home, but they didn't know where to start. Their credit score was 602, and they were carrying about $5,000 in credit card debt. And it kind of had them feeling like their dream of home ownership would just not come true. So they enrolled in financial coaching on a recommendation from a friend. And with their coach, they established some really clear goals, which were uh, increasing income, saving money, decreasing debt, increasing that credit score, and then finally purchasing a home. And they knew they knew it was going to be a tremendous amount of work, but they were determined to make it happen. And they spent a lot of time doing individual work with their financial coach. So their first task was creating a new budget. And the family was also supplied with some information to one of our partners. So Raina was able to complete a forklift training program and begin to work as a forklift operator, which gave him a boost in hourly income up to $14 an hour. And so over the next several months, as they continue to meet with the coach, um, they started to see some progress. And the, co the couple was, was ready to uh, tackle that credit score. So Javi was able to join Lending Circles. And his goal was just increase my score by 40 points because if he could wow. get a 40, 40, just 40 points would allow him to get a conventional loan. Um, but by the end of the circle, in less than one year, his credit score had increased to 730, which was like a 128-point increase. Wow. Yeah, super exciting. So we are, uh, we were, we were really thrilled to share with them that on April 18th of just this year, um, the couple was able to purchase their new home, and uh, we were able to walk alongside them as they achieved their American dream. So wow, that was super thrilling. And uh, I'd like to share with the audience if you would like more information on Lending Circles, please call our office, and you can reach us at eight one seven seven three one. 1173 and Lending Circles will be extension 207. You can get more information. And again, that's 817-731. So many inspiring stories of the good that Pathfinders is doing for North Texas. Uh, Toby, I'd like you to go back and uh, basically run over again all the things that Pathfinders does. Oh, thanks for asking. Um, since 1997, Pathfinders has provided mentoring and financial coaching to eliminate poverty and move families to economic stability. Um, our original foundational program was a mentoring program working with single mothers whose goal was exiting the welfare system. So as that program grew, we integrated financial coaching as this is a really important element to help families break the cycle of generational poverty. And um, we're really excited that today we are able to serve more than 1,400 clients from the DFW Metroplex on an annual basis. And in addition to our single mothers, our population now includes the working poor, and those at risk of homelessness, justice-involved individuals, veterans, individuals in financial crisis, and um, most recently, families affected by COVID-19. So that would be awesome. And I would also like to invite everybody to just check us out on Facebook. You can find us at, at Pathfinders TC on either Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Um, I'd love for people to look at our pages. You can review stories of successes and the impact Pathfinders has made on the, the lives of different families while they're on their path to self-sufficiency. Well, the, the story you told about the family and the credit score, is just, that right there is the perfect example of how Pathfinders is helping people. Now, a question on how the community can help you. Uh, can someone just make a donation? How does that work? Yes, absolutely. Um, donations can make, be made directly on our website, and that's uh, pathfinderstc.org, www.pathfinderstc.org. Good. Uh, Toby uh, Toby Savitz is the Director of Programs at Pathfinders. Uh, I'm going to thank you for being on the show this morning and wish you good luck. Thank you so 
much for the opportunity. Once again, I'd like to thank our guest this morning on Better Living. You can hear it every Sunday morning right here. I'm Jay Cresswell from 98.7 K-Love. Our guest in part one was Cindy Hames. She's the president of Junior Achievement of the Chisholm Trail. Her organization handles junior achievement in 100 counties in Texas. If you'd like to find out more about junior achievement, their website is jafortworth.org, or you can check any of their social channels. And if you'd also like to donate to junior achievement, just go to jafortworth.org slash donate. Thanks, Cindy. Uh, Part two of Better Living this morning was Toby Savitz. She works at Pathfinders. If you would like to go to their website, it's pathfinderstc.org. She has a phenomenal story. She went from incarceration to becoming the director of programs for Pathfinders. They're a Fort Worth nonprofit. They empower individuals and families to find their path from poverty to uh, that self-sufficiency just like she did. Thanks for joining us. Make sure you're here again next Sunday morning, starting at 6, for better living. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors, starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses, starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.